What's up, y'all? This is Brother Ali in the mix with Tim Einakel on the library, rapstation.com. Keep it right here. What's up, y'all? This is Tim Einakel, host of the library on rapstation.com, and this is part two of my interview with Rod Digger. I want to actually. Uh, this is uh, I, I, this next question. I do want to talk about another female MC, but it's because she's featured on uh, "Where You At, Mama." It's uh, MC Light, which is another obviously uh, my girl, obviously obviously a hip hop legend. Um, so when you're collaborating with someone like such as Light, do you feel extra pressure to really bring it lyrically, or do you kind of approach it the same you would with any other feature? All of my features, I approach with kill. <laughs> destroy them, you know, no matter who it is. Like, I I only do songs with people that I'm fans of anyway. Like, I'm not one of those people that just collaborate with people because they're hot. Like, I have to genuinely vibe with you and and be a fan of your music because I, I, I make music organically. I don't, you know, I've never been that one to like, oh, this one's number one on the charts. Like, we got to get them on a record. Like, if it, you know, for example, the, the Terminator record, uh, the, the Stormcoming record with Chuck D., you know, it's a Terminator theme song. I'm I'm playing Sarah Connor in the song, so for the remix, it, I thought it only made sense to reach out to John Connor, and you know what I mean. So I, I like to make music like that. I, I like I'm into concepts, and just musically, it, it has to make sense. And musically, we have to chill. Like I'm not gonna just do songs with people just because they're hot. And to me, it's like MC Light. You know, I'm. I feel like I am a direct descendant of her, as far as uh, music and and style. And you know, she's one of the females that influenced me. So I was I was honored that for one, she even accepted the, you know, the invitation to be on a record. But I don't I don't recall ever feeling lyrical pressure to do songs with people with the exception of my own crew, the outsiders. Like I never even felt lyrical pressure from flip mode. I felt more pressure from my Jersey based crew. Cause we, you know, we, we really come from spitting and battling and, and that's just, you know, that competition was just always there with us. I think the only time I may have possibly felt like, what the hell am I supposed to say after that, was the Call of Ambulance remix that I did with Buster. And uh, he had M.O.P. on it, so I was supposed to go, yeah, I'm supposed to go after M.O.P. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what the hell am I supposed to say after that? <laughs> I think that is the only time in my career that I've ever felt like, what the hell am I supposed to say after that? You, uh, you, you just mentioned your, you know, your, your, the, the, your Jersey crew. Um, the outsiders and I. I was trying to stay away from this question, but um, do you think? I mean, do you do you feel 
not just pressure to bring lyrically with them because they're your crew, but also because do you think Jersey's still slept on in the hip hop community? I think Jersey is very slept on. I've always said from day one, I think Jersey has some of the best like like lyrical lyrical technicians. I think Jersey have some of if not the best <laughs> uh lyricists in my opinion. But I feel that they all have this sense of we're underrated New York, you know, New York never gave us our props. So there's, there's almost even a little anger and ferocity in, in in everybody's music in Jersey. Like there's, we just have like a cockiness that we, we just know we're the best. And, you know, Redman had it like every, you know, most Jersey MCs do have that, uh, that component. And I think it does come from, we have to be, extra lyrical in order to be recognized because you can be from New York and, you know, just talk about flossing and, you know, everybody from New York gets a pass, whereas New Jersey artists feel like, no, we got to destroy (laughs) in order to get attention. And and, and it it shows it. it, I, I hear it in the music. Yeah, I remember uh, I interviewed Elda Sensei a, a few months back, and he remember, I remember him telling a story about how they used to do New York shows, and then afterwards, while they were leaving, they would tell people they're from Jersey. I've never felt that way. Like, I've I've carried the Jersey banner, you know, high and, and proud. So I I guess maybe it's different if you're a guy. You know, he probably, he probably felt a different pressure from myself being a, a female. I just didn't. I didn't think I had to, you know, hide that fact. I, you know, I always shouted, I write my own rhymes. I always, you know, shouted the bricks. I've always, uh, you know, boasted that I don't have to sell sex. I don't have to sell sex. You know, that, that was all part of my moniker. So I, you know, I didn't, I didn't feel that pressure. I don't think, I don't think Jersey MCs do feel, feel that way, but I think they feel, they feel the need to, I guess, make it a point when they're making music. Like I, I get a lot of, you know, I, I run, I cross paths with a lot of Jersey artists and they, you know, oh, you know, we got this, instead of just saying, Hey, what's up, dig? I'm a fan of your work. Want to, you know, want to do it. You know, can we discuss the possibilities of collaborating instead of just approaching me like any, normal artists from anywhere outside of Jersey. Jersey artists have a tendency to say, yeah, we, let's, can we do this working? Because, you know, we got to, you know, it's Jersey artists got to stick together. You know, they, they don't be trying to put Jersey on. Like, there's always, like, this point to mention that it's a fight for Jersey right. artists. And, and, I, and I try to tell them, if you don't approach it like that, it won't be a fight. You know, like you should just be focusing on making the best music possible, and you know whatever fan base you accumulate is yours. You don't have to, you don't have to feel like you have to do anything special, you know, on behalf of New Jersey in mm. order to, in order to make it or in order to feel validated. I, I don't know, but I get that. I get that a lot from Jersey art. Like every Jersey artist that I would say, like in recent years, that's the the newer ones, especially like 
that's ever asked me to collaborate. At some point in the conversation, they mentioned, because, you know, Jersey, you know, they don't be, New York be trying to front on us. And it's like, do you really think that? <laughs> right. Like, you know, y'all really believe, like, people who have really grown up and, and, and embedded that in their brain. And is that because they're not, I mean, they're just so new that they're not touring as much, or is there just kind of, it's just something they have? No, yeah, like I, 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 think it's, I think it's because, I think it's because they feel like, you know, why is, you know, why is someone like, I guess they probably figure, like, why does a Biggie Smalls have more commercial success than a Red Man? Where, mm. You know, lyrically, we like him better. Or, you know, why is all this attention on Kim and Foxy when, you know, Rod Digger's really spitting and, you know, they're right. just taking off their clothes. It's like, it's that whole, you know, instead of, under, and it's because, I mean, I understand why they, they, you know, from the outside looking in, I can understand why they might view it that way. But it's not really until you get into a, you know, a, a, a corporate music structure where you really understand how those things work. And, and, you know, I can't sit down and explain to every single person, well, the reason why I'm not number one on Billboard is because I'm not making <laughs> poppy, jingly records. I'm right. making, you know, right. I'm I'm staying true to my art form and with that I had to uh accept the fact that I'm I may never be as commercially successful, you know, as someone who, you know, who makes those records, who will collaborate with the Lady Gagas of the world and, and I'm fine with that. But, you know, to a person who's not in the business or just really understand how the business works, they'll just They'll just never understand why Rod Digger is so underrated compared to like other females from New York or or just other females in general. Yeah, because you could say that about a New York artist who's not getting commercial success and is lyrically much better than a commercial artist that you like. You know, you can say that about Most Def, right? It's like, why isn't Most Def getting lyrically? He's from Brooklyn. Why isn't he you know played on the top charts or anything? It's because he's right. Not it's like people, you know, people don't. People don't really, I guess, take time to to understand like within themselves. You you have you have to ask yourself a question like, what are you here for? Mm. Are you here to get rich and famous real fast? Do you know you want to be plastered all over TV and, and radio and you know swarmed by paparazzi? That comes with a certain you know that comes with a certain lifestyle or you know music style um are you just you know are you just here for the art form and for the culture if you are then you have to you know accept the fact that you're going to have to work a little harder than the person that's just you know using your image or using other things to to push forward and there's nothing wrong with any of it you just have to you just have to like really ask yourself, what well, what are you here for? Right. Like honestly, when I first started rapping, my goal was to host the LMTV rap. So yes. anything above and beyond that, performing with Michael Jackson doing a movie, I feel like 
Uh, like I'm a star. I made it. <laughs> um, I want to kind of uh, just switch gears a little bit. Um, I read that you, you you've kind of really focused your attention on a community center in New York, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, can you kind of tell us about the work you're doing? Also, has your work at this community center influenced you as an artist? And do you, since you've kind of worked more in this community center, do you feel more responsibly lyrically in your um, art form? One of my community initiatives is the the New Jersey Dance Network and it's a it's an organization that I founded and that came about from basically just observing a lot of the problems going on in my community like there's a lot there's a lot of murder there's a lot of young persons you know being incarcerated uh, females are getting murdered and one of the things that I noticed kind of lightens the mood of the community is house music. Oh, wow. Like, the house music is, is very prevalent here in Jersey, especially in Newark. And I've, I've been places, I've witnessed, you know, rival sets in the same location and a house record comes on and all of that just goes away. Everybody's just dancing in unison. If five minutes ago they were me, they were ice grilling each other when, you know, the young Jeezy song was on or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever rap record was going on at the moment. But when house music comes on, it's almost like a, it's almost like a Pied Piper effect. It's like, this is music that we've been growing up listening to since we were, born you know anybody that's been born and raised in jersey like you did not escape house music so i feel like that is the common thread amongst so many people here and a lot of them being enemies with each other so this was a community center that uh that i put together for the kids to come together and and dance and just kind of you know, almost like uh, what Breakin' was, the, the movie Breakin'. Mm-hmm. That was the, you know, that was the vision for it, to just have a place where, you know, a lot of the kids, and they're not performing well in school, but maybe they're a really gifted dancer or they're a really gifted videographer or just a, a place for them to utilize some of their other, you know, talents in the in the event that they may not go to college or a lot of these kids, you know, they are going, you know, they're getting themselves in situations where they're, you know, they're facing life in prison and they just turn 18, like <laughs> two days before they got arrested. So it's, it's a really sad state of affairs here with the youth and having a teenage daughter myself. I think once I stop being so busy with, you know, being Rod Digger for the label and just really kind of sat back and started doing things on my own and and returned to my roots. I, um, you know, I, I felt, I've, I've always been involved, even from day one. I, I got the key to the city from my bear back in 2000 when my album, uh, When Dirty Harriet dropped. So I, I've always been, you know, of any Jersey artist that's ever had to represent, like, I've always showed up. So, you know, people recognize my efforts, and if I say I'm doing something for the community, you know, they believe me. They know it's not just something I'm doing for PR. I'm not walking around with camera crews. I don't have, uh, 
I don't have Us Weekly posted down the street with their hidden cameras <laughs> <laughs> waiting to snap when I, you know, when I'm talking to a kid. Like, these are things I do. I deliver food to homeless shelters, you know, personal food. I've, I've been at dinner parties where they're about to throw away whole pans of lasagna and, and, and things, and I will take all of that stuff and put it in my car and just drop it off at the nearest uh, homeless shelter. And people are like, looking at me like I'm crazy, like, huh, what? Like, first of all, you came here by yourself, <laughs> number one. <laughs> you came to this part of town by yourself? And, you know, just the fact that, I'll, you know, I'll just do these things unannounced, and and and, and I'm so in the wind with it, and I, I guess over time people just really started acknowledging, like, yo, Bigger does a lot for the city. <laughs> so... When I call on the city to do things like, hey, we, we need a we need a ceasefire, we need to put something together for these kids now, like the, the you know, the town will buck up for me. It's also it's, it's it's when you when you hear like it's also frustrating when you you know, you, 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 you talk to people I mean like like you who's doing who who's has this arts program, you know, and in this community center and also then you kinda of always ask like why are they cutting arts in public schools? If this is the way, mm-hmm. a great, if this is a great way to reach out to youth, yeah, and, and that, that is the effect that I have, and I'm 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 happy, I'm happy that I have it, and I'm happy that when I make songs, you know, they might, it might be un, you know, the beat, the 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 beat that I prefer might be an unfamiliar sound to the younger artists, like they still listen to me, like I I still have that connection with the youth. And they and they know you know they know I I spit fire, so. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they 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 listen to me they they listen to me they they respect me. Um, it's it's always funny to see like people between ages of like thirty five and forty five out when I'm out somewhere there with their kids and. Like the adults are going crazy. Like, oh my god, I think it's bigger than that one graph. And the kid is kind of looking like, who is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Um, so, what's the best way for you know fans and the audience to kind of follow what you're doing musically, but also what you're doing for the community of Newark? Um, musically, you can follow me on SoundCloud, Rodriguez Music. Um, I am, I'm actually getting the organization site revamp but it's New Jersey Dance Network dot org. But um I, I would say follow me on Twitter. Like the I'm I'm actually more on Twitter than Facebook. Although as of lately I've been kind of feeling like I wanna communicate more on, on Facebook. I like Twitter because, you know, you you well I thought <laughs> you know, you're always talking directly to that person. It's a little more direct than than Facebook, but um, every now and then, you know, I <laughs> I get on my little Twitter rants and stuff. I'm definitely an interesting character to follow on Twitter because I, if anybody knows anything about me, I'm a Sagittarius and I do not bite my tongue. So I'm the real Rodney on Twitter. Uh, anytime I release music, uh, it goes to SoundCloud first. So, like I said, Rodney music on SoundCloud. And uh, I believe that's also my 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 band camp uh, ID to Rod Digging Music 
I'm, I'm more with the SoundCloud. Like, Bandcamp is just here. The stuff is here if you want to purchase. But everything that I do, whether I can, whether it's uh, sellable or not, will appear on SoundCloud first. So for all those people that are saying, oh, Rodriguez, we miss you. When are you coming back out with new music? It's, for all, it's all right there on SoundCloud. And uh, what's what's next for uh, Rod Digger? Wow, um, I am working right now. I am working on four different projects. I'm working on a hip house EP because that's another thing. If anyone knows about me, they know I am a staunch househead. I just love. I actually like love house music even more so than rap. Like that really is my favorite genre of music. So I'm doing like a three song hip house EP with uh with some folks uh from Chicago and um it's called Hood House So Jersey. It's it's basically me just like rapping over uh uh vintage house tracks and um and uh it's something I, you know, I just like doing it. That's what that's like the equivalent of me being Sasha Fierce. That's like my alter ego. When I'm, <laughs> when I get in a, you know, in a house music zone, that's like my other persona. Um, I'm working on a actual album. I'm working on two albums. I'm, I'm the songs that I've been leaking. They're going to be part of like a, what have I been up to? Uh, album and I plan on releasing that September twenty third. That'll be that'll be digital only. That'll be on iTunes, Amazon. And uh a lot of that uh, most of that will be the, the records that I've been leaking, but now you can actually like, you know, purchase it as a whole project. I'm gonna put together a, a best of mixtape as well, just like I, I do tons and tons and tons of cameo verses that are just kind of all over the place. So I'm going to put a nice blend tape together of just all my cameos from every, like, thing, you know, re- new stuff, not old stuff. Like, everything I've done in, like, the past two years kind of like a, you know, another what have I been up to, but that'll be for, like, that piss and the live mixtape. Because one thing I can't do, I cannot put together a whole album and just give it away as a mixtape. Like, that was cool when I had, like, major label backing and I could just throw away music because the label's putting this out. But, you know, when you're independent, right. <laughs> you, you view mixtapes a, a lot differently. It's like I'm getting verses from people, I'm getting views from people, like, I can't just give all this stuff away. Mm. So, but I also would, you know, but I also still need that presence, you know, in that, in that market. So I'm going to put together a a blend mixtape just to kind of like remind people, Hey, you know, I got some bars and it'll probably be a lot of things people haven't heard just because there's so, you know, there's so many different, independent uh, artists out there just, you know, putting things on SoundCloud and the internet. And I know a lot of that stuff doesn't reach the master, so I want to put it all together in a blend tape form. And then I'm putting out another album album probably between October and November, and that'll be all brand new stuff. And I'm, and I'm only working with three producers for that project. I'm only working with uh, Quayle Chris. Oh no, and Alchemy oh, for wow. that project. 
So that, that's my, that's like my dream trifecta <laughs> producer team right there. I want to do a whole album just with those guys. So that will come after the September 23rd album. And then lastly, <laughs> I am working on a seven-song uh, live band EP with my band. And that was something that, you know, we just kind of put together in fun. They, they, uh, they express wanting to, to get into, you know, production with their live instruments. I said, let's just, you know, let's try something. So I came up with a cool concept for us to to do it. And, um, well, you know, we're, we're, we're putting it together slowly but surely. It'll probably, they, they travel, they tour with Bernie Worrell. So those guys are, like, always busy. But I'm looking at maybe sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas for that release. So, yeah, I've got, I've got my hands pretty full, but I'm, I'm working it. Right. And, you know, make, make sure you eat in between. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I've actually lost weight. So. <laughs> I, like, and I didn't even realize I was losing it. I just, like, people just, you know, out of the blue just started asking me, are you losing weight? Are you losing weight? I was like, I don't know. Am I? Oh, my goodness. And then, because I never stand on a scale. Because I've actually gained a few pounds over the years. I was like, mm, I just got rid of all the scales in the house. <laughs> but but once people started asking me, did I, did I lose weight? I was like, you know what? I'm, I don't know. Did I? Like, I just started noticing, wow, I look different in pictures. You know, mama's double chin is fading. Okay. <laughs> and I stepped on a scale like, wow, I really lost weight. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, it, 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 <laughs> it, it's amazing. It, it, it's amazing how much your life changes when you, you know, when you're really, like, working on a project versus when you're just kind of, like, you know, chilling and living life and making music for fun. Wow, the, one of the I think you're probably the busiest person in the industry right now, I imagine. Uh, <laughs> well, I hope my I hope my efforts aren't in vain. I know I got so many fans and it really breaks my heart when people ask me, "What's up? When you getting back in the game?" and it's like, I hate just having to explain to everybody, "Well, you know, you hear what's going on in music now, right? Yeah. You know the type of music I make, right? Right. <laughs> like, uh, all, all I can tell people is just, you know, keep your ears to the blogs, keep your eyes on the, you know, on these sites, and, and just look out for me. I'm I'm here. I, I can't, you know, I, I tell people, like, I can't promise you I'll, I'll be all over television and radio again, but I can promise you... I haven't stopped making music. Right. Are you are you able to tour as much as you would like to, or is it just a lot harder? Oh, yeah. No, actually, I tour a lot because I do put out, you know, I do leak a lot of music. So I, I, I'll go through my little phases where, you know, a couple of months might go by without me having leaked anything. But, you know, since I, I've been leaking music on a weekly basis for, you know, maybe like the past month and a half now, so, and that's not going to stop. Like, now I just have so much stuff that it's like, okay, I, this got to go, this got to go, this got to go, <laughs> this got to go. So, I, um, you know, I think, I think if I just stay on my present course, I think people will, you know, eventually put the connected dots. Like, okay, she's really, you know, 
like, yeah, she's really out here making music. Because with, the, with these blogs, it's like every week, if I leak a song every week for two months, for, for two months straight, every song, I'll see a comment that says, oh, snap, I think it's back. I didn't know she was still making music. Like, I see that with every song that I leak. So I know everything doesn't reach everyone. Right. But, you know, the key to being independent is consistency. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm definitely, you know, feeling like, okay, I, I, I am still making music. I know I've been doing it leisurely up to this point, but now I feel like, okay, with the climate of music and just everything that's going on, like I have a lot to say mm-hmm. and, and the people, you know, that have been waiting for Rod Digger or maybe don't give a shit about Rod Digger, you know, they need to hear it either way. Hmm. Nice. Uh, the great Rod Digger. Uh, thank you so much for joining me on the library with Tim Einekel on rapstation.com. Oh, thank you for having me. I love you all. <laughs> Thank you. And like my Facebook page, Rod Digger Music. Thank you for your courage through the dark years. Dark years. I can't help you with what you must soon face except to say that the future is not set. Not set. You must be stronger than you imagine you can be. Can be. You must survive or I will never exist. It's a storm coming. 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 What you gonna do? Who do you trust? When you feel the heat coming, are you ready to fight? If we have to, we have to, we have to, we have to. Feel the heat coming. If we have to, we have to, we have to, we have to, we have to. Feel the heat coming. If we have to, we have to. Hope you're hearing every word in my chronicle. Hope it's finding you in good health, living honorable. For the glimpse to the future and it don't look bright. You're gonna be in for one hell of a fight. It's the war going on outside. No heart is safe from. Then comes the new leaks, then comes the sex tape. If I'm lying to me, I ain't need nothing but a pen.
whipping round in that two seat, jumping out, bam, showtime, just me in the bag, right checking in my beat, girl stands, I'm cocaine, fame is a hell of a drug, how far you gon' go, trying to get that buzz, how many you gon' go, trying to get that plug, in the future, are you still gon' get that love, ladies, it's a storm coming, it's a storm coming, it's a storm coming, it's a storm coming, what you gon' do, who do you trust, who you feel like he coming, are you ready to fuck, if we have to, we have to, we have to, we have to, feel like he coming, if we have to, 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 feel like he coming, if we have to, No more silence, just violence, just guidance. And let a mother be heard with that true word. No matter how much the powers that be be disturbed. And if it is what it is, let us define our kids. Make strong daughters and end the slaughter of our sons. This one, your brother Justin. One. There's a storm coming in. Coming in. I know, I know, I know, I know.